Tandem Nomads, episode 276. You need to be clear about what your business is about and you need to find your voice. So what I did is I hired a lot of people to help me since the beginning. And what I ended up doing is stop hiring people, take some months to really take care of my market research and everything that I wanted to try. And then afterwards, find the right people. Simply because I really thought I needed a lot of help from people at the beginning, whereas I didn't. I really needed to be clear about what my offer was about and what I was giving people. Hello, Nomad Nation. Welcome to Tandem Nomads, the podcast show and entrepreneurship platform where you can find great inspiration and resources to grow a successful portable business that is aligned with your lifestyle and your needs. This is your host, Emel Deregi. I'm a business and marketing coach and the founder of Tandem Nomads. In this show, I love to share real life stories of people who have started or grown their business along the way. And today I have a great guest who has been amazing to watch for me. And I love to have them sometimes on the show and have this wonderful tool to get to ask them lots of questions of how they have been doing all the things they've been managing so far. So to share that journey here and hopefully inspiring you, I'm excited to welcome Caroline Giffon. Caroline, are you ready for this ride? Thank you, Amel. I'm excited to be here with you. So thank you for having me. My true pleasure. So Nomad Nation, I'm going to tell you a few words about Caroline. Over the last 20 years, Caroline has lived abroad in six different countries across three continents. She left a career in international development to follow her second calling as a coach to guide global nomads, create vibrant lives and careers. Caroline is passionate about saving accompanying spouses and partners the pain and the energy of doing it on their own. Giraffe Coaching's mission is to empower them to create vibrant lives and careers, go after their dreams and make an impact while doing what brings them joy, all while having the flexibility they need. Through her podcast show, Love Your Expat Live, Caroline shares powerful tools that have changed her own journey with a view to help expat worldwide connect to what matters most to them so that they can live a life they love. I love the passion that you have around your business, Caroline, and I would love to dive a little bit into what happened before that led you to do what you do now. So could you tell us a little bit about how you got to start your business before you get to tell us how, what has worked in your business so far and what are the things you learned from it? So before you started your business, what got you to even think of doing it? So basically, I've always had the spirit of adventure. I think this is something that was always part of my DNA in a way. I remember distinctly my first trip abroad. I was eight years old and I was in Greece. And for me, it opened up the world. I studied international relations. I went to work with different international organizations. That was a dream. I wanted to work with the UN. I wanted to work with other organizations and I've done that. And I've really been inspired by those missions and I felt like I was contributed. And I also met my husband, um, as part of this journey. In fact, we met uh, here in the US in grad school and he's from a different culture as well. And we had a tandem career, like you call it, Mm -hmm. Amel. At the beginning, you know, we had the same exact degree, we had different dreams, but we just thought we could make it all work. And at the beginning, it really did. At the beginning, it was easy. You know, we were young 
And we were just excited about just going anywhere. So first he followed me here in, in the United States. So he stayed a little bit longer. And then I followed him in Kenya. And then the dance became a little bit more complicated. Mm -hmm. um, funny enough, it's him who gets a job uh, to Paris. And for me, re-entry into my own country, a culture, I hadn't lived there for close to 10 years. It was very complicated. Mm. So that's when I sort of started to be interested in basically self-development. So I started then, but it took me a long time before I decided to jump and really create my business. I think I had it all along in me, but it took me until I arrived to Zimbabwe to follow him for his career. And we had inquired, we had thought that it was possible for me to have a work permit. And then I show up at the office where his organization works, ready with my papers and everybody uh, to help me to just proceed. And um, I remember the face of the person in the office saying, well, we don't allow spouses to work here. And so that was basically exactly what I needed to be like, okay, so that's my chance. That's my chance to reinvent myself, do exactly what I want. I didn't have the whole plan mapped out, uh, not at all. But at this moment, I decided that it was really good for me to become certified as a life coach. And then my next journey started. Mm. So you know what? I've been in that position too. And uh, although I don't want to make it a long conversation, because honestly, I could go deep into this, but just the reaction you had when you were told you can't work. Can you just show it? <laughs> Tell us a little bit about that. And because it feels like, okay. You just took the news and moved forward, but I'm sure it was a much bigger journey than that, right? Absolutely. I'm glad you, you mentioned that. So yes, um, at first, what I did was to be like, okay, I can't work here in the country, so I can work internationally. So I got some consulting gigs mm -hmm. going on for about a year. And then it was so unsatisfying. And all I was doing was just reading outside of work, plenty of things about self-development, And then um, it was the 1st of January and I take a walk on the beach because we, we were in this wonderful place. And I really have this ah moment. And I was like, I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready to just let people think what they want about you know, my career, my education that I had invested in. I'm ready for a next chapter. Mm. And then I basically you know how a life presents you the right people in your life when you're ready to actually see them. Yep. So what I did is that I texted uh, all my girlfriends throughout the world and just wondered uh, if they could just share with me one thing that really uh, changed their lives over the last year. And one of them shared with me this information about this life coach. And this is how I just started my own journey, being coached myself and then loving it so much that I just wanted to become a life coach. But I knew it. It was not something that I didn't know. Yeah. But if you want, it's, it, it just it did take yeah. a, a little bit of time. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's great. So how long have you have had this business? So Giraffe Coaching um, is a little bit more than two years old now. Wonderful. And yeah. we want to dive now into this business that's been, I've been watching you through, I think it's been actually two years, basically, that we've, I've been 
I, maybe a year where I've really been really seeing you. Yeah, no, it's been a year. I've, I've been following you for two years, definitely. I was just like, this is really cool. I want to listen to all those podcast episodes and binge on them and learn from Japanese because I don't have a background in marketing. Myself, yeah. So I just really enjoyed it. But so my certification was about two years ago and I just launched the BTS at the same time, if you want. Yeah. yeah, wonderful. So what are the things that, worked for you so far. I want to talk a lot about some of the things I've seen that I feel like you've done a great job. But before we do that, I'd love to hear from you. What are the things that worked for you so far in terms of growing your business in two years? Because I am under the impression that you had some great results in a short amount of time, despite the ups and downs that you might have experienced, which you want to hear about as well. But what are the things that worked for you so far? Or you feel like, okay, these are great results that I I'm really want to share. I think for me, I had the vision that I wanted to work with clients, but also with organizations. It takes time to do that. Like you knock on one door and then another door, and then you just like work with what is possible within their time frame. And having those two tracks in parallel worked well, because what I've been doing is I've been piloting and testing my programs with people and clients. Um, and getting that feedback and integrating their feedback and also see what works and what doesn't resonate and what's helpful or not. And then at the same time, really continuing these conversations with organizations. And what I see now is that um, for a few of them, they're sort of ready to try something that is more innovative than just having a few webinars and a few workshops for spouses and accompanying partners. And I think this is exciting. So I think that has worked well this way to take the time to explore both paths. That's amazing. So how do you find those clients? How do you get to turn those companies and those individuals into clients? So what I've done is I've been organizing some webinars that are free. Uh, so it's conversations, I call them some roundtables. And about once a month, I invite people to discuss. Uh, I have different themes like making decisions in times of transitions or creating purpose in the bubble or while, you know, creating purpose when you live abroad, for instance. Mm -hmm. Those are two of the webinars that I, I invite people to. And I just see who is there and who resonates with it. And then through word of mouth, obviously through social media, I just see that my community is growing. And what I like is that it's it's organic, but it's starting to be a little bit more, um, I would say, uh, professional in a way. Um, but it's it's in the beginning, you know, I mean, yeah. uh, we're, it's just the beginning of the journey. So what do you mean by professional? I'm curious to know. Well, I mean that I've tested enough that now, for instance, and that's thanks to you uh, with uh, the Tandem Nomad Academy that I'm part of. I understand that you need to give a lot to your community. Uh, so they need to have results ahead of time, basically. So I have designed you know, a lead magnet that is free. Um, and a lead magnet is basically this clarity workbook that people can download from the website. So I followed your lead there. So it's more professional because people just come to my website and they already have the tool that they can download. Or when they attend those round tables, they get something that they can work on their own. It doesn't need, it, it's not something that's very complicated, but I help them take this discussion into their daily life and apply a little bit of the concept that we've been discussing during the round table, for instance. So I feel like 
it takes time to grow all this and do all this. Um, and at the beginning, I would not necessarily think about all that. I love it. So, so just as a background, thanks for sharing that, uh, Caroline. Um, nomination. Caroline, when she mentions Tandem Nomads Academy, she's part of the online course called the Portable Business Accelerator, where I teach step-by-step how to build the foundations of a portable business that is consistent and then allows you to grow gradually. And I guess that's what you meant by like professional having solid foundations behind your business so that you can sustain your growth over the time and, and scale as you grow. So this is great. And what I've seen, one thing that I haven't heard you say, but I think it has a lot to do with mindset on top of the marketing aspect. And I've seen you show up in many different ways. And I was wondering how much did you have to get out of your comfort zone when it was about, for example, reaching out. One of the things you've done, and that's where I was like, oh, I like where this lady is going, is when you reached out to me and asked me, can you please introduce me to this person? This is something that a lot of people don't dare to do, for example. So is this something that you naturally do or is it something you had to learn to do? That's a good one. Since the beginning, I realized that I needed to have you know, champions, people who actually know me a little bit and who trust me and who would open the door uh, for me because I can't open all the, all the doors by myself, uh, even if, if that would be wonderful. So yes, I think it's part of my mindset to believe that you meet the right people at the right time and that, yeah, people are willing to help. Um, they're willing to see that it's helpful for people and that it's benefiting their community as well. And it can be something that is not just selfish, but it's something that people are happy to do. And when people are not easy or don't really want to, I don't take it personally. I think exactly. this is also my mindset. I, I just allow people to say no and, and give them permission to tell me, sorry, not, not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Like I don't take things personally. So that helps me exactly. knock on many doors and, and be open to what comes next. I think that's so good that you say that to not take rejection personally. I think that's such a big important step to be able to start putting yourself out there somehow. And and um, you do that as well, very well with social media. And I know that social media is a big thing for a lot of people. Like what are the things that you had to do to be able to put yourself out there in terms of social media, for instance? So the first time I heard about a reel was about a year ago or something like this. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not someone who is big on social media and I don't particularly look even at my social media. I have a team who does that. In fact, I had quite a few people who tried to help me and it was just not a good match because I was so reluctant mm. to put my face out there mm. and my voice and do all those things. And I just thought it was just on the side of my business and I just didn't really want to be there. And when I embraced it, when I said, okay, this can be part of the fun, then it just became much more natural and much easier for me to be more vulnerable and more authentic and share my story. And I think that's what people want to hear. It's not someone who is just sharing only the the good stuff. So I'm having a lot of fun these days. Um, I have this wonderful team of people who are also global nomads. They just moved to Guatemala. Actually, last week, I just got them on the call. They were in Tulum in Mexico and they're telling me we're moving to Guatemala. I'm like, wow, you guys. (laughs) And then um, they're just helping me really getting out there in a more 
fun way, I think. I love that. resonates better. So we'll talk about building a team because I think that is when we start really being able to scale. And we'll talk about also the fact that you're a mom and managing family and business is not that easy. And I think having a team can be very helpful. But I want to take one step back about something you said about having fun. And that's often what I tell to my clients. You got to have fun throughout the process, right? So what would you, even you as a coach, what would you tell to those who are listening? How can you shift that mindset from being reluctant like you were before to having fun through the process, be it through social media or any other area where people might be, okay, very reluctant to putting themselves out there? What is the process to be able to get to that point where we can enjoy the process? So that's a tool that I coach my clients on a lot is to become the observer of their thoughts of their beliefs. So if they start believing that it's not fun to be on social media or it's not fun to look at figures or it's not fun to contact this or this person, they're not gonna make it fun. Why? Because our thoughts lead to certain emotion. In fact, the emotion is not something that is because of something that is happening to you. So the circumstance, if you want, is neutral in your life. So for instance, like, okay, I have a reel to create right now, okay. I can just decide that I'm going to make it not fun or I'm going to make it fun. It's up to me to decide. And how I decide? Well, I choose my thoughts. Mm -hmm. I choose my thoughts about this feel. So for instance, for me, I decided to think that it was a little bit like theater. I like theater. I like being on stage. I'm someone who is comfortable with that stuff. So I was like, well, just pretend you're on stage right now and have fun. Mm -hmm. And that creates the fun. You know, so it's 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 really a mindset that is shifting from taking everything very personally to taking a step back, looking at your thoughts and deciding on purpose which thoughts serve you for what you create, because you can really create your emotions on purpose. And that's what is really at the essence of what I do with my clients is to teach them exactly that they are in control of so much. Mm -hmm. In fact, they're in control of their internal weather forecasts like how they feel and how they think and with that power they can create anything in the world but if they don't really realize that then they think that everything that happens in their lives um, is driving their life and they are at the mercy of everything so we just sort of shift the thinking and that's exactly what I'm doing with my business because I notice all those resistance like there are days where I'm like oh I just want to do that so then I just go and observe and then I pick the emotion that's going to serve me rather than one that's going to lead me to postpone or not do it choosing your thoughts and I think don't tell me if I'm wrong but I feel like this is very similar to the model of Brooke Castillo the, the, that's exactly that yes so so no meditation I'll link it in the show notes somewhere if you want to learn more about this model but in general I think what you need to remember whether you know the model whatever you have a challenge in life remember that you can choose your thoughts. And I love how Caroline has explained that. So if you need to just go back to what she said again, because I think it's so crucial what she just said about how you can choose your thoughts and not just be a victim of your circumstances, because that's basically the difference between those who move forward and those who get stuck in any field of life. Yeah, absolutely. And if people don't know uh, Brooke Castillo, she's the founder of the Life Coach School. Mm -hmm. This is where I certified as a life coach. And she has this brilliant, super powerful model where she basically explains that all our circumstances are neutral. And then we need to pick the thought and the emotion 
in order to just create action that create the results we want in life. That sounds very simple. And then if you try to apply that with everything that happens to you in life, really you can change your life. And that's, really that's that. a beautiful thing. Yeah. yeah. Most of the coaching methods are all about that principle. It's just that Brooke Castillo has a specific way of transferring that knowledge okay. that I find it really good. But in general, no matter what model you use, it's about being, being, I was going to speak French now. On, I was going to say being on the horse and, and taking the reins of your horse, basically. But um, I'm not sure if that expression exists in English. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, I think you get it, nomination. So the captain, the captain of your boat. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Be the captain of your You're own welcome. boat when it's about your thoughts. And I think this is so critical in everything related to growing in business. And I think that might be one of the reasons why it's working for you. Uh, on top of all the marketing aspects behind the scenes that you've developed. So absolutely. So tell me about growing your team, because I remember we talked about that long ago, how it was a challenging process. So tell us where you are now and what has helped you um, to get to finding the right people. That's one of the things that's really difficult to do for some people. Yeah. And we had a conversation, I remember, where you said something to me, you know, trying on error is really part of the process. And I think you just need to accept that. You need mm -hmm. to accept that you're going to sometimes find the perfect people right away. And that's a wonderful thing. I like to compare it to a rainbow after a rain, you know, it's like wonderful, like good for you, but it just doesn't necessarily come every day. So you might just like have to wait a little bit and test out different, uh, different things. But I think what I really realized is that I needed to take control. I needed to take control of exactly what I wanted to say, how I wanted to say it, really the, what was my business about. And I needed to, a little bit more time. So when I started with people, I think we had this sort of clumsy dance where they really tried to help me, but I didn't really know which direction I was going, mm -hmm. uh, in which direction I was going. So it's a bit clumsy. Mm. And obviously that's, you know, your, your business is, is like a baby. So you want to control every single thing. And that was not necessarily helpful either. I think what I'm doing much better now, uh, much better at now is, is delegating and trusting and also saying, no, I don't like that. I pr would prefer this and, and just be going with the flow a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I think that that is really helpful for me. I love that. And, you know, it just reminds me how important and tell me if you agree with that or not, that would be interesting. But for me, what I keep telling to a lot of solo entrepreneurs when they start hiring a team and trying to develop as a small business owner is that it's very difficult to hire the right people if you're not clear with your strategy, if you don't have clarity around your strategy, if you don't even have clear systems in the back end, although you can always hire somebody to help you fix the systems. But the more clarity you have, the easier it is to hire people and to get them on board without too much hustles. Is there anything that helped you in that way? Yeah, I agree with that. What I was very clear about is that I didn't want to have to do to deal with all the campaign issues. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't want to, to do that. I didn't want to spend my time learning the, the ropes for that. Mm -hmm. So I, I really wanted to have a virtual assistant who would be technically more savvy than me so that I can concentrate and use my time in different things. So I think for me, delegating that part was really, really helpful since the, since the beginning. I also managed to see how I was managing and how I needed to be in order for the team that I have to actually be aligned with my vision. 
Um, so I needed to also be much clearer about my expectations and my way of working and be more upfront mm -hmm. about how I like to work. So now when I interview people, I, I, I tell them how I work and I say, you know, I'm not saying this is the best way, but do you think you can work with that side of me? Because I am like that. Like, I'm not going to necessarily want to change to accommodate different things. I love so it. Yeah. Your non-negotiables, like defining your non-negotiables. This is so good. So what are you delegating now? I'm delegating all the campaigns, all the technical aspects of the website and the social media. That's fantastic. And the podcast production, actually. Yeah, that's amazing. So how many people is that? Uh, three. Three people. So good. I can imagine how this must have been helpful as well for you beyond just the business, because you have so much other things to do than your business, don't you? So many. <laughs> <laughs> so before we go, is there anything that you feel that is really important for you that, to share about your journey that got you to where you are now? I think the mindset, uh, I mean, we touched about it um, and really believing ahead of time that no matter what, you're going to be successful for me is what excites me every day to see what I'm capable of, to see what I'm capable of putting into the world and how I'm capable of helping, accompanying spouses really thrive abroad, no matter what happened in the past or what they think. And really believing that I make a difference and that it's working and that I'm, I'm on my way. I think this is something that I, I keep telling myself um, as I reach my goals little by little, that even if it's, sometimes I need to adjust the timeline. Mm -hmm. I don't reach the goals right away, but I know I'm on my way. And that mindset has really helped me not deeply fall into the drama of failures that I had. Mm -hmm. You know, I had an event um, where one person showed up um, and that was tough you know you just like prepare a whole presentation and you have people sign up for your round table one person showed up you do the presentation and then after that you're like wow that was that was complicated yeah <laughs> but you do your best and you learn from it I love that um, and and you don't make it mean that whatever you're doing is not working you learn from that situation and then the next round table, I had 24 people uh, showed up, you know, so. I love that you bring this. That's part of the process. This is so good because it's important to remember people that there are days where nobody will show up and other days where you'll have plenty of people. It's just to have the grid of keeping and being resilient throughout this process as well. Speaking of mindset, there's one thing that I, I actually wanted to cover. You mentioned to me when before we started recording, it was this whole um process first of all speaking of mindset is about investing in the support you need so tell me more about what are the things you invested in to be able to build your business and how did you approach that so i invested in for me what's an amazing coaching certification program because i keep getting access to life coach who coach me mm -hmm. so I constantly have coaches every week with whom I talk and then we coach each other and then after that um, I invested into a small group of women it was it was great because it was a, com a community of women with whom we met and discussed the problems we were having as entrepreneurs and sharing a lot of our journey together. And we could ask a lot of questions and we had uh, some access to also one-on-one -on -one discussions. So that was great. And then this is when I met you 
Amel, mm -hmm. because what I really liked about what you proposed is, first of all, it's my community. So I feel like I belong, like people are like me. They move every few years. They have a life that they can pack in a few uh, boxes and in a container around the world. And things sometimes are extremely hectic. And, mm -hmm. and this is what I... I want to be part of this community. So this resonated a lot with me. And what I really like about what you propose is that you have very practical tools to help us get organized. And for me, rather than just reinventing my own organization and my systems, mm -hmm. that's what I get uh, from the program that you propose. And, and this is very valuable to me. Mm -hmm. And so I don't do it every week or I do it when I need it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very, yeah. uh, it's very helpful for me. Thank you for sharing that. It's true that, and it's good to hear it from you because I do see the Portable Business Accelerator like a toolbox. Most online courses is about going from A to B to the finish line. And I consider that the online course the portable business accelerator is not this kind of online course It's more like a toolbox mm -hmm. and you go pick and choose whatever helps you at the moment that you need uh you could follow the steps but you could also just pick what helps you exactly yeah. that's very well and which yeah. piece was it most helpful for you i think the, the module that i took to do the lead magnet and the marketing strategy was really really helpful mm -hmm. Um, I really like that. That's amazing. Thanks for sharing that. So Nomad Nation, I will put in the show notes of the episode, the link to the online course, if you're interested to look into it. And, but the initial question was really about investing because a lot of people struggle with that. Is there anything like, how do you decide whether you invest in something or not? Because you didn't, you don't seem mm. to be the type of person who buys every single course, but you're also the person who would invest when you think it's worth it. Right. That's right. So what is that? process you go through to help those who struggle to invest in themselves so it's a good question because at one point you feel like you need so much help mm -hmm. and I've been there wondering you know well I can't I don't know how to do this so do I hire this person do I not hire this person obviously you have a scarcity of resources you can't just hire everybody <laughs> when you start your business and I, I reached that point where I was like no I just want to do things on my own and this really helped me then decide, okay, what do I really need right now? And so I even had a few months where I did all the social media on my own. Mm. And when it, was, when it was clear that I needed a team to help me with that part, I reached out, but from a completely different mindset because I had done the work. So when I was delegating, I could also appreciate what type of work was included. Mm -hmm. um, so that really helped me um, just hire the, the right people and do and the right things. But investing in your business is, is believing in your mm. growth. Mm -hmm. So for me, believing ahead of time that I was going to be successful and so putting time and putting money into my business is the way I invest in it. Um, that's for me, it's, it's not something that I have a problem doing because I really believe in my success. Mm -hmm. And so I believe I'm going to have a return on my investment. This is basically what I'm, what I'm believing. I love it. Basically when we're not investing, it often has to do with self-confidence, whether we're believing that we're going to succeed. And it's not often about the product or the service we want to buy. It's often is whether the money I'm going to get is going to return be a return on investment. So I love that. This is so, so good. It's been amazing to share your journey. Thank you so much, Caroline, for 
for willing to share your journey with us and, and your insights. It's been really, really cool. And I'm really excited because I do see and I can feel it that you're going some places big. So I can't <laughs> wait to continue to follow your journey. Maybe have you again to keep us updated on your progress and what's happening in your journey. Thank you, Amal. It's been such a pleasure. My pleasure. Before we say goodbye, tell us where's the best place to find you and what's happening in your world and your business. Thank you, Amal. The best way to find me is on the website, giraffecoaching.com. Giraffe with one F, like in France, and it's giraffe with one F. So make sure to just type it this way. And then what's happening? Well, I have this amazing program that's called Unlock Your Full Potential. So if you are a global nomad and you want to see what you're capable of, you don't exactly know what it means right now, but you're ready for creating a bigger life for yourself. Um, this is exactly what um, I'm here to help you do. And I'm also looking forward to launching other types of programs, maybe with couples, but that's probably going to be for 2023. Wonderful. So exciting. I can't wait to hear more about it. So Nomad Nation to learn more about um, Caroline and what she's doing and to connect with her, go to tandemnomads.com slash 276. Thank you. This was such a joy to share this moment with you. Thank you, Caroline. And Nomad Nation, I can't wait to meet you in the next episode. Stay tuned to turn your challenges into great opportunities.